good morning good afternoon good evening wherever you are or whenever you are listening or tuning in it's me jiwi jin and this is the hope in zoe podcast and i noticed that um recently i noticed that in other intros i would say this is a place for us to chill to hang out have nice conversations but as a debia then i come with some heat it's like i'm coming to attack you attack myself i'm just like joey where is the like chilled conversations you um promised us you know so today be today today dear i'm coming with a very chilled and nice conversation like we're just going to be here and chill and vibe let me choose my words properly i do not plan (laughs) i do not plan to bring any heat that was not my intention this is that is not my intention or worse that is not my intention I plan for this to be a very nice conversation and it's a very nice conversation about and I know here is where people roll their eyes because they're like Joey <laughs> we know you it can't be true but really it's a very nice conversation about weddings listen I didn't say it's a nice conversation about marriage I said it's a nice conversation about weddings just the ceremony and I promise you I'm not coming for anybody's head me and my own head I'm not coming for it you know I beg. <laughs> I know you guys don't trust me. You guys funny for me the way. <laughs> I'm sure by now people are like, yeah, right. Oh, oh, but I promise. This is just going to be a nice conversation. And you'll see, you'll see it soon that it's it's going to be very chilled. So I mean we've all noticed it's wedding season. I mean it's wedding after wedding. I mean party after party. Why do I always do that? But yeah, it's like wedding after wedding after wedding. There's a wedding every weekend. Sometimes you have two, you have multiples. You're like, yo, why what's happening? Like everybody and their neighbor is getting married. And I'm like, wow, like guys, are there no Saturdays in 2021? Or like, are they giving like a lifetime bonuses for people who get married before 2021? Because sheesh, wow, (laughs) it's overwhelming. Like I am exhausted. I'm like, whoa, guys, let us breathe. Let us um find our voice find our feet find our energies again so that we can oh my goodness but yeah (laughs) it's wedding season and it's such an exciting time and everything ah hold on hold on hold on my Ghanaian peeps hold on (laughs) i don't know why this is just coming to me but ah you people thought that my president was going to win eh so Anka, you people were getting married fast fast so that their marriage allowance to touch you somewhere <laughs> <laughs> don't worry next four years we are voting for her so don't worry about that if you are married between now and then you enjoy me i'm getting ready crap because charlie marriage allowance there yeah <laughs> well on the more serious that congratulations to everyone that has gotten married or is about to get married you are in a glorious position to like reflect the relationship between christ and the church and i hope you realize or come to acknowledge the honor it is to do that and to be honest you guys are brave like i'm amazing because i look at myself and how immature i am and i'm like yo chewy sit your single behind somewhere and fix some things before so i'm really i'm really glad i'm really impressed i'm really proud of everybody that has chosen to get married is getting married has gotten married congratulations to you guys so today i want to talk about weddings not marriage like i said the ceremony the wedding so exhale everybody just breathe out breathe out i'm not coming for you i'm not coming for your best friend i'm not coming for no 
today i'm just you know chilling one day i said it one day we'll have a proper conversation about that whole bridal party modern wedding thing going on the whole bridal train and everything we'll talk about that later but today i promise you guys a chilled conversation so a chilled conversation is what y'all gonna get (laughs) yeah today i'm just here to talk about my love hate relationships with the wedding ceremony i mean i love love weddings but i feel like it's losing its meaning so much that as much as i love it i'm beginning not to care for it soon like before there was no way absolutely no way i would not make it to the church for the wedding but right now i'm just like eh, let's just go straight to the reception like it's just i just have this i don't know but for me weddings have meaning and some of this meaning that i have it's something that i've made up in my head maybe it's the actual intention but yeah they had all these little details of the ceremony that i love because of what it means what it stands for like what it's depicting you know what it's showing and it's just a shame sometimes to just watch people go through it just because i mean i remember um early in the year i went for a wedding and i was standing next to a married man and somebody asked him ah why did they do this and he was like oh nah he cried as you know <laughs> when he was getting married the pastor just told him to do it so he did it like he didn't even bother to find out why jale jale you know and it was so sad because i felt like the why are you doing it if it has no meaning to you or it doesn't mean anything to you you know so yeah i just want to talk about how i view like um weddings or like the little details that i've come to appreciate about weddings so it all started because last two weeks i think it's last two weeks on my way to a friend's wedding i was asked um where i would want to have my wedding and in my head i was like eh, you know if i had my own way things were different <laughs> i would just sign fast fast you know go to the courts do some sharp sharp signing and then we are done you know but i love love everything about what we call the church wedding or white wedding or something like that i love 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 the little details initially they call it the covenant wedding but you let me just say church wedding so people know what i'm talking about so i definitely want that kind of wedding because i moved from wanting to sign on a monday morning which my father rolled his eyes at to wanting um the traditional wedding and a blessing i think he rolled his eyes again i'm not sure but yeah i grew up came to understand the little details of the white what we call the white wedding and i love it so much that i'm like yes definitely this is the kind of wedding i want so yeah people say or i've heard people say that the moment the father collects the bride price and everything you are married according to tradition you are married and that the church wedding is also white people's traditional wedding something i don't think so <laughs> because um, i like to believe that i am christian before i am Ghanaian before i'm Ikriapim. so according to culture as much as according to culture or tradition i am married at that point to me and people i repeat <laughs> to me I'm not saying it's a thing. I'm not saying that it's conk that it's a thing or whatever. But to me, without the vows, without the blessing of a pastor and everything, it's not it's not justice. Seeing the father is the beginning for me. Yes, it's the beginning, but I don't feel like it's the end without the vows and without the um blessing over the marriage. Because like we see in the old testament, like we see in scripture, actually not in the old testament, like we see in scripture, God honest our parents 
he gave us to our parents he trusts our parents with us and us with them so he honors the father or the parents blessing over the thing you know and that is why i find it strange that some people can just go ahead and get married choose what they want and do whatever they want without their parents voice or breath or approval of it and i'm like hmm you know because nothing um the thing that i realized is that because nothing really happens in quotes to us when we do it we do things outside of our parents or we do things outside of god we kind of think that we've outsmarted god because uh, nothing has happened i'm fine like you know because uh, i'm fine without my authority figure blessing this thing i'm fine without my father's blessing and you know but i think is that i like to believe that because we are operating in like let me say 20 percent of our capacity and we've never tasted what 90 percent with the father's blessing will be we've never tasted what um 90 percent with god will be we call it fine you know we are doing okay you know i've made it this far in quotes i made it this far without xyz but that this far no what is it like do you know how far god wants to take you do you know how far the blessing could have taken you do you know where it would have led you to you know but because we are um fine like i mean there's bread on our table there's vacations here and there there's lunch dates and things we think oh i'm doing fine i can buy myself a a a nice bag nice clothes but is that really the standard that um god has called us to but anyway guys i said i'm not here to bring heat we're chilling and i mean we are chilling (laughs) yeah so me girl was i saying before that whole father authority figure traditional wedding thinking oh yeah i was saying that to me jury me jury jen i am christian before i am Ghanaian. so just the reception of the items by my parents or by my family without the blessing it's not really marriage to me or i don't know it's the beginning but it's not the whole thing i don't know the blessing is a must like it's a must for me wherever i take place if it takes place um, on the reception um, I mean on the engagement grounds that's in my house or wherever we decide to do it whether it takes place on the beach or on the whatever in the church it's all fine to me I like it in the church but the blessing is a must I mean it's a God covenant so I feel like you must commit yourself to him before you commit to yourself do you get me so what I'm saying what or what I'm trying to say is that as a Christian after my father has collected a nyama and approved and said okay yeah i give you my daughter i'm not going to rush and already be married there are no kids on here i'm not going to rush and consummate my marriage without having the blessing so like i will not have the engagement and this is jewelry (laughs) i will not have the engagement and then go and you know get myself excited with the bull thing and nah before the blessing if it's blessed at your engagement that's fine but if it's not and like there's a gap i don't see why you can't hold it together and but yeah i'm not here for that i said we are chilling (laughs) we are chilling but the thing is that um i just wanted to squeeze that in because most of the time we ignore certain things and we just go with tradition tradition and i have a you have ancestral hold or spirits an ancestral spirits day you're back and then you want to cry and i'm like ah but you clearly honor them over god so the generational cares and the ancestral holds and things when they are chasing you what's the problem (laughs) 
it's now that you want to call on god when you put him second or you put him aside to the fact that i know as a traditional mm-mm, bro mm-mm. the thing is that marriage is a three-strand cord that isn't easily broken but it's not easily broken because it's three strands it's two and the thing about i'm about to go into braiding the boys might not understand this but when you're braiding hair the three strand braid you know i don't know if it's called the french braid or whatever but like the three strand three three i think that we call three three aha it's a root strand and then the two go over it and then after a while like all the three just intertwine or they just go around each other but you always have to start with one strand being the center and then the other ones go over right and that's the same thing that's the whole idea you want to have because there is the roots that is god and you guys are like weaving yourself around him or you look at a two strand that just weaves around what we call twist or we call i don't know whether do we call that one two two <laughs> but the thing that we call twist have you seen how easy it is to like unravel it or to take it down or to remove it or separate it right so when i think about people thinking that no this is our choice and we get to do whatever we do without the blessing without um saying your vows and being um committed in the covenant with god in marriage i'm like guys the three strand no he was very specific about it you want to commit your marriage into his hands but that's just me again that's just me and jewy you said this is a chilled conversation so let's just you know step aside just move away from this thing that you are trying to do <laughs> so back to the real convo i love that when people do their traditional wedding and blessed day i love it like first of all the kente is just amazing i just want to be wearing kente every time everywhere and everything it's just oh i love mm. i'm just thinking about it and i'm like yo i really like when people do that have the traditional wedding and it's like small and then close family and things and then they bless it over there no long things you know but as much as i love the traditional wedding i love 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 the church wedding what we call the white wedding what they used to call the covenant wedding and i'm about to share why that's why i'm saying this is a chilled conversation because it's just me sharing why i like the white wedding that's all no no heat so um, i'm sharing it because um I realize that there are so many details that we look past but i'm also hoping that next time you go to a wedding you pay more attention to it and appreciate it more like you look at the little details i'm about to mention and you're like oh okay that's why they did this or oh that's what this means or you know yeah that's what i'm going to do but disclaimer there are some things that i'm going to say on here that is just me and how i have decided to view it it's not doctrine it's not something set in stone it's not the way it is conk it's just how i have chosen to view it some of the things are the way it is with a little exaggeration because you know a sister likes to be dramatic like (laughs) i just like things to make sense and be just there like you know loud and clear so some of the things might be the way um they are intended but exaggerated so if you want a white wedding this might seal your decision or might give you more purpose as you decide to do those things and if you are not sure maybe it might convince you i don't know but yeah it's just the whole calculated program thing and that is why i am very particular about who i have around during that period during that ceremony it's very important for me to have that you know like that support that 
covering and everything it's very important because every single detail some of the details that we overlook are things that make sense there are things that have meaning and everything and that okay no i said no heat but let me mention no heat but let me mention it's why i find it um important that before you get to the church grounds what you decide to do in the room as you dress up and things is very important because it's setting the tone for what you're about to do you know i remember um when my friend got married and i was made of honor that was in 2018 yeah the photographer got to um the dressing place where we're dressing up and when he entered he's like there's just something different about this place like it's so calm like i don't know it's just different i mean he shot wedding this is a very popular um photographer he's like i've shot a lot of weddings but there's just something different about this and when he was setting up i realized that he started to play gospel music or gospel and as the the song or the music filled the air there was just this calmness or just this i'm thinking about it right now like there's just this thing in the atmosphere like the bride was calm the mother of the bride was calm the grandmother of the bride was calm i was calm like everybody in the room at that point even the photographers were just like you know in the zone and it was so nice honestly and i believe that it set a tone for the wedding so i feel like it's very important for you to consider the before the wedding parts as part of the wedding like you should you should um how do you say it merge them it's not that oh here's just the dressing so i can do whatever i want to do have whatever i want to do and that kind of stuff and then i'll get serious when i get to like the wedding the, the church or the wedding ground i feel like every single detail of that day should be um purposeful or like meaningful so yeah the pre um church or the, the dress up period is important who you have around what you decide to play what you decide to commit to the prayers being said the there was somebody's wedding whose wedding was it someone's wedding that they were blasting tongues behind i was like hey charlie no be easy <laughs> but yeah you want the atmosphere to be um to get you ready yeah you want the atmosphere to get you ready for what you're about to do because it is very intentional every single thing that you do is very intentional hey sorry i just looked at the time and i'm like i said i said this podcast is going to be long <laughs> because i haven't even started <laughs> but anyway i just like to mention that just like to mention so that i have it on record that i would cry my eyes out at my wedding hard girl hard girl but at my wedding i would cry a whole lot <laughs> i just know it if you don't see me crying at the church that means just uh, the the dressing time there the makeup person would just be annoyed because i would just be crying from <laughs> left to right center and it's because of what i'm about to talk about like the little details i find in the wedding what they mean and everything so let me just go right into it now i say i'm just talking plenty and i haven't even started so the first thing i would like to look at is um yeah i've already mentioned have i yeah i already mentioned the fact that god honors um the parents and um, approval or acceptance of the person that you bring and everything so yeah the traditional wedding or the engagement is important to god as well because he gave you your parents he gave your parents you he 
wants them to have their breath on it he wants them to have their blessing on it he wants them to approve of it so yeah that side is important but let me start from the the white wedding so the white wedding for most pe- people or parts um starts from when the the father walks the bride down the aisle no is that where it starts from no 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 that's not where it starts from <laughs> Adrian. So yeah, um, let me just give it a background thing. So it was called a covenant wedding. I don't know if I might lie. So if I lie, if you see that I'm lying, <laughs> if you see that I'm lying, please come in and tell me, okay. But yeah, before, 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 it was called the covenant ceremony and it was about um, reflecting the way a blood covenant is. And so that makes, that's what explains the fact that you stand in the middle and there's a groom side and there's a bride side so maybe groom side to the left bride side to the right or bride side to the right you know that kind of arrangement and the ceremony is taking place at the center because in the blood covenant as well when the animal is split into half um there are people to the left side of where it was split there are people to the right side and the place where it was split is where the people come together to do the blood covenant you know so that's what they try to um remake or they try to reflect if i can say it like that where there's one side there's one party side to this to the left and then there's another party to the right and then they meet in the middle and then do the covenant like the way they used to do it in the olden days with the animal and everything and so people like to well christians in the olden days like to picture the wedding ceremony like that blood covenant you know so the seating of the family what i'm saying right now is that the seating of the family on both sides of the thing isn't just for convenience but it's to like reflect that kind of thing where you and your squad are on this side me and my squad are on this side and these are people that aren't just um observers they're not just people that are here to witness these are people that um some way in some way or somehow contributed to your wedding and your marriage you know they made sacrifices as well to prepare you mentally spiritually physically um emotionally for this ceremony that is why for a long time i used to say that i don't mind having a large reception who wants to show up hey look at me talking as if i'm the one footing the whole bill i have to go and talk to my father but (laughs) Yeah, I don't mind having a large reception, but the the church place where the actual thing, actual thing happening, I want a selected few. Like I want people that, like it's I said before, contributed. Like they 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 gave in something, even if it's just support in some of some sort. I want those are the people I want to be seated at the church, but then that's not the way it, it works. So that's fine. But yeah, in the olden days or in the past that's what they used to do they used to be very intentional about the people who get to watch this this blood covenant or this covenant ceremony being done so like there's somebody on the right somebody on the left and they meet in the middle and then the aisle is like the pathway to the meeting ground where the the animal will be slaughtered and where the covenant will be had you know and even the little detail about the parents being in front giving them like a special seat in front and everything it's also important because parents play a very important role when it comes to your marriage or your wedding or yeah actually your your marriage they play a very very important role so like they have to be recognized yeah so there's that and then there's a part about what happens next oh the groom coming in first so for christians we know that god pursued us 
first and we know that our marriage is supposed to reflect um christ and the church right and so the groom is representing christ and he shows up first he walks down the aisle to the altar to the sacrifice place the blood covenant um arena <laughs> of the place first you know because he pursued us first he came to chase us first he came for his bride you know we didn't initiate it this whole covenant was initiated by god so it's the reason behind the groom entering the auditorium first or being there waiting for his bride so there's that now here comes the part that would make me so emotional and right now that i'm talking about it i'm getting emotional and i'm just like drew chill <laughs> but yeah then the bride comes in so the the family is seated the groom is at the altar is at the front waiting for his bride like christ is waiting for the church like christ in, initiated the the covenant and everything now here comes the bride all dressed in white with her veil should i talk about yeah i think the yeah yeah i'll talk about it at some point but here comes the bride dressed in white with her father usually on his left is what i've noticed and yeah here comes dramatic jury <laughs> when scripture talks about the left hand of somebody they talk about the personal side they talk about where the character is, they talk about where formation is they talk about where um the covering is they talk about where protection is and provision is and things like that so you know in warfare like when you, when you go when you go to battle right um your shield is on your left hand well if you're left-handed i think it would be the other way but for most parts your shield is on your left hand and that's what protects you you know the sword goes out to the other person but your shield is where your character is built is where um things are acknowledged it's where it's personal to you so i feel like that's the reason i have given to it i i hope i hope it's truth but yeah i feel like that's why she stands there because this is where he's covered here this is his heart he's giving out he's giving out his daughter oh this is his heart he's giving out um so she stands on his left side where his heart is where his shield is where his arm of protection is and everything and he walks her down the aisle and in my mind every step down that aisle is like how far they have walked in their journey like i am i have taken you this far to this point and I am trusting the person on the oh my god I have chills. <laughs> I am trusting the person on the other side to continue this journey that I have walked you through. So like as the bride comes down the aisle with her father or her, and here I'm not talking. It might not be biological, but like the person who has filled the seat of her father. Um, I am you're walking down the aisle, and I'm just thinking he's walking his baby girl. Like he's it's in my mind it's just like this is where he's brought her he's protected her he's loved her he's cared for her he's provided for her and he's walked all the way and then he gets to the front and i don't know if they still do it like that but when he releases her from his left hand he places her in the groom's right hand and i don't think it's in, i don't think it's just oh one of those things okay um culture says right hand is where you receive things but according to scripture as well the right hand is where your gifts are i think there's a scripture like that how can't i remember it right now it just flew out of my head but i think there's something about a man's gift is in his right hand and so yeah he's received this gift so she 
is put in his right hand and he puts her on his right arm because she's not yet his yet if you get what i'm saying like they're not together yet so that's where she stands so that's how come the bride is on the right side and then the groom is on the left before they say the vow i mean while they say the vows and everything so then yeah i just got emotional sorry but yeah so the father has walked his whole life with the daughter and he brings her to the point where he's going to let go of her and in my mind like i have chills sorry but it's i don't know if you can see what i'm seeing but the release of his arm and putting her into um this man's hand it's him saying that i have brought her this far and i trust that you would carry her further or you carry her along and this is somebody i trust this is somebody that i trust to continue the good work i started in here this is somebody that i feel can do this job you know in a relay um race they don't put the weak player the weak runner or something second because the person can just ruin everything that the first one fought so hard to do so like i feel like it's the same thing like when my father releases me into my husband's hand he's saying i trust you He's saying, protect my baby girl. He's saying, cover her. He's saying, I trust that you cover her. I trust that you take her further. I trust that you would wash her and keep her and lead her and be the new covering over her life. And like, I hear so many things when that exchange is happening. Trust me, I'm sitting in the church and I'm seeing so much. So yeah, he receives her in his right hand where the gifts are because she is a gift to him at that point. And then they walk to the front then they say the vows which are very important someone recently said um one thing that um he's realized is that people think they are saying vows in front of a pastor and in front of the church but they are saying vows to god through a pastor in front of a congregation and i feel like it makes a difference the fact that you when you stand there you know that I am making these declarations i'm making these vows i am entering into this covenant with god and ourselves like it just changed it like yeah just like let me take this thing seriously you know so yeah the walk down the aisle there <laughs> they will all cry <laughs> if i don't cry that means hey i've really prepped like i've really gone over it um before so yeah they said their vows and they commit their lives into their hands they exchange the rings people have meaning for the rings and there's so many different meanings i don't even remember um what they were uh people are talking about i think people have said something about um the um the vein that leads straight to the heart people have talked about the fact that it's an infinite loop like a circle so like it it shows commitments and people are there's just so many different things i can't remember some of them but i know it has some sort of meaning Oh, I just realized I didn't talk about the white dress and its significance and it depicts purity. And yeah, let's just hold on to that for now. I don't want to do every single detail, or should I? I don't know. I just keep looking at the time and I'm like, yo. But yeah, when it comes to the wedding, let me just talk fast about it. when it comes to the wedding dress. There is a scripture in Revelations that talks about how um, Jesus clothes his bride in white, fine white linen and everything. So that's why people. Um, like to be dressed in white and it reveals that it's supposed to be a symbol or it's supposed to symbolize the wife's purity or heart or life or like her reverence to god and in some places it's seen as 
um the righteousness of god like it's everybody has yeah there are different things but i think i stick to the fact that it says that um jesus clothes his bride in um fine white or pure white linen or pure white like a pure white gown sort of so yeah um where was i the exchange of the rings and then they put their hands together they joined their hands together and they are prayed over and like we see in the blood covenant the two people cut their hands and then they join it together and they exchange the vows and they promise aha when you exchange the vows and you're holding hands and things you're promising your rights your resources you're promising yourself the things you have everything you are and have to each other like i said it's a chilled conversation so i'm not going to how people are trying to be single in their in their marriage but yeah that's a conversation for a different day but yeah when you join yourself together you're saying you're forsaking your families your old families and you're becoming one with this person you know so after that is done um what happens he's asked to take off the veil and the taking of the veil to for one part it shows modesty and things like that but the part that i like is the fact that it shows it um represents the veil that was torn when christ um died and resurrected that veil that was torn when he died um and gives us access direct access to him now so you know when the groom takes off the the veil of the bride it's like the same thing christ tore the veil he took it off and now we have access to each other we have access to christ in the presence of god so you know like i'm just trying to bring your idea your mind to the fact that the little details count like it's not just oh yeah and then we are done no like the little little details like every single thing you're doing it means something or well it means something to me so then after all that is done they join hands they pray they i think they take communion and everything they're prayed over there's a pronouncement of them being husband and wife and people are thinking oh, yeah we can tell they are married and everything but you are standing on remember we are standing on holy grounds according to the covenant like if it was like a blood covenant where the blood was spilled is where is what they call holy ground so you are standing on holy grounds and you are pronouncing yourself as husband and wife and you are telling yourself that i do not belong to this um yes wait you are pronouncing yourself in front of god so like you're committing yourself to him so you're announcing to the world announcing to everybody that you do not belong to them anymore you do not belong to your blood your natural bloodline anymore so in the pronouncement you're telling the devil you're telling ancestral hold you're telling generational curses that listen i am linked to a new person i'm linked and we are both linked to a new line so like you have no right over me again i have changed my name you have no access to me this is where it runs out you know that's that's how i view it so when i go for weddings and i see people just you know go about the thing i'm just like guys pay attention you know there's some good stuff in here so after all that happens we realize that they switch places so now the bride has moved to the place of um where his heart is he's moved to the place where he carries his shield now he's the covering over here He's the one who protects her, provides for her. And when I say provides for her, I think when people say provides for her, it's usually like um, material stuff because that's how it was before. But right now, Charlie, babies be earning more than the men even. So that's not what they're talking about. But provision is counsel, is um, leadership. It's 
more than that is beyond the physical it's not just cash it's not just um needs and things like that physical needs even though that contributes but it's more about the provision like from above like counsel wisdom and things like that he he covers her and people don't realize it that that exchange is spiritual when your father lets go of your hand and puts you into your husband's hand he is giving up not entirely but he's saying that this is the new person covering you me my father is my spiritual father so as much as he's letting go of me as uh, like he's he's giving me away or however he's put he will still cover me i need it <laughs> but i'm just saying that yeah he's saying that i trust you to cover her as well i trust you to protect her as well i trust you to teach her as well i trust you to so that's how come he the bride moves to the left side because you are no more just this gift he's received on his right hand you are his and as she's yours so like yeah in the personal space that's where the shield is that's where your left hand is you get me so there's this whole thing that goes around when it comes to the ceremony it's not just oh we're just doing this thing we don't even know what it means we don't even care yes we are changing hands but we've seen it happen or the pastor told us to do it now there's this there are all these little little things that um um it's a means or it's plain oh yeah i've even lost my thoughts sorry i like i was picturing it my eyes are even closed over here it's what's the time it's 3 a.m and my eyes are closed and i'm just imagining it i'm like ah, my goodness this is just good stuff but yeah so when it comes to the wedding ceremony there are all these details that you don't overlook in my opinion you don't just throw away and say or just do because people tell you to do I don't know if I have space to talk about um, the, the what's that thing called certificate. Let me just squeeze it in. I'm, I'm already I'm already talking so much, but yeah, um, the certificate from me. People say it's like eh, they don't even want it anymore because it's like eh, she's won something. That's why they hand. Oh, you guys are just stressing me, women. You guys are just stressing me. I heard something about they wanting people to change the. The sentence that says who gives this woman away because we are not gifts that we're not gifts to be given away we are not they don't own us to give us a well guys you have you have to wake up like it's not it's never that deep but yeah <laughs> when it comes to the certificate how that looks like for me isn't like a prize like hey she's accomplished something entirely but giving somebody a certificate at a beginning of the thing or giving somebody an, a certificate period for me is um how do i even put this giving somebody a certificate means they have qualified for whatever they are doing so you getting the certificates before the marriage should encourage you that you already qualify for this journey so you can work on it like you are qualified for it and i was just thinking about it the other day and i was like if we were all given our first class certificates at the beginning like level 100 we're given first class certificates with your name on it but as you um, progress you either keep stay at that point or it reduces do you know how people will work hard because you've seen your name on this certificate you've seen the benefits you would work hard to keep it over you getting it at the end and having to now work for it you know like i don't know i don't know if it's making sense but i feel like if you have the certificate it's two things you might fool and be like yeah i have a first class i don't have to work up. nah but there's also the side where you have the certificate already 
so now you have to maintain that position you get me so for me when i see them receive the certificate it's you qualify for this journey you qualify for each other you already passed like it's not like you get me like you already passed so now you have to maintain that thing and go from like glory to glory so like it's only up from there it's not now that you're going to build 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 if you get me so yeah that's how i view um the certificate as well it's almost like god is telling you that you qualify like you qualify for this already and with my um resource and carry or encouragement you can go further it's just glory to, from glory to glory to glory and then there's the reception where you celebrate what has happened you join them in celebration of the covenant of the glory of the newness of what they're about to do or what they are this of the, what they decided to do so yeah wow i didn't even pause it at any point so i pick it up again i have been talking for 40 wow jury casapoli <laughs> But yeah, just today I just wanted to share why I like what we call the white wedding or why I like the covenant wedding. Because every single detail from the bride walking down to the groom already being there to the sides of the family to the exchange to what arm they are on to what arm they turn to to the communion to the removal of the veil to the pastor declaring things over their life to um the pronouncement of them as husband and wife to uh, every single detail makes sense to me so it's very important like i said at the beginning who i have around it's very important that i carry this mindset as i'm doing it because i realize that it's not just a thing it's not just a ceremony i do just to you know be married but it's things that i am saying it's things that i'm doing and i'm committing myself to the person who in who instituted this thing in the first place so i just wanted to bring your attention to that some for some people i'm sure they haven't even paid attention to any of these things for some people i i think they didn't know how exaggerated i see it or anything but i just thought it would be nice today to kind of share um what's the ceremony is like for me what's the ceremony to some degree it's like period not even just for me but that is what the intentions were so that the next time you're at a wedding you appreciate it more and beyond that the next time you're at a wedding or you are getting married you walk with intention like every single detail makes sense to you you know we're not just physical beings we are spiritual beings everything we do is spiritual believe it or not like the tiny tiny things that we do and take for granted it makes sense to god like it's something he sees it's something that um he either approves or disapproves of like there's always something going on in the supernatural like it's not just a um physical thing that we have created for ourselves and things like that no it's like there are steps to it and there are um, meanings to those steps so you don't just want to do things and i'm not saying that this only applies when it's at church i'm saying that i like it when it's at church because it means different things to me but if there's a blessing in your house wherever it is at and there's all these things that happen over there it has the same that's the same thing my mind goes through when i see it you know and i realize that people take it for granted some people don't do things they don't even know when they're supposed to change their hands they don't even care if the veil was off 10 years before like yeah so that's why i was saying that i have this love hate relationship with weddings because i love it because it means so much to me but i also don't like it because people are just doing as they please and i mean it's their wedding they can do as they please but 
you look at it in this way you're like nah i have to do this with intention anyway i hope this was chilled enough it seems like it was chilled enough i've just been talking i can't believe you guys like to hear me talk <laughs> my little brother is like why do people listen to you with this your voice and me my dawn voice or just woke, woke up voice is, is just even worse but yeah i hope you learned something today i hope you enjoyed listening in or learning about this i hope things make sense to you i hope like it gives it gave you a different or is giving you a different outlook on the ceremony and everything and i hope it makes you make some changes that's if you're getting married or you attend a wedding it makes you look at things differently so yeah this is a little conversation for today about the wedding and how the little details matter and yeah maybe next time i'll bring the heat (laughs) next time because as i was talking i just had to hold back because i was just thinking about these tiny tiny things that people do and say like right now it just came to my mind how people are like um i don't want to take his surname it's so something i don't know they have this whole new idea of why am i taking his surname and things like that but sis because i will send him no the guy is doing you a favor you should be paying him bright price because the, the same name that you have no idea is okay let me <laughs> like i can just imagine my mother saying that nah i don't want to take his name sis we gave you gin can you appreciate the the amazing name we just gave you i'll mention what a maiden name was just in case somebody's listening <laughs> but like we actually did you a favor so can you rather pay my father bright price but yeah i'm not no won't go into that but yeah there's just this whole mess with people saying certain things and doing certain things but we are spiritual beings and all these things have meaning and there's a reason for it and you just want to align yourself to god's will god's mind god's plan concerning marriage concerning even the ceremony i remember my dad used to say even the ceremony means something to god he has like an idea in mind when he wants you to do it how he wants you to do it and everything and i used to be like hey wedding and so but it's truth so yeah before i make this 15 minutes or an hour long (laughs) let me just leave you guys here i can't believe you've made it this far i'm sure it'll take you days to listen to this but i just thought to share my two cents and yeah i don't know how i'm ending this and that's why i keep going but yeah (laughs) have a good day and stay blessed until next time Ah, that's what I say. Sorry. <laughs> Take two. Until next time, stay blessed. <laughs>